of life, or in the repose of a pacific station, that great characters are formed. Abigail Adams, wife of John Adams, and First Lady of the United States. My fifth great-grandfather, Thomas Jennings, 1746-1812, came to the colony of Virginia as an indentured servant at the age of 13. By 1776, he was 30 years old, five years younger than I am now, and he already owned his own farm in Spotsylvania County. He had just married a woman named Sarah Carter, but when the call came for soldiers to fight for American freedom, Jennings left his family and his home, enlisted in the Army, and served throughout the war as a rifleman in Captain John Herndon's company of the Virginia Militia. I don't have a list of engagements he served in, but in addition to fighting as a soldier, he also, according to the documentation I have, supplied beef. I have no idea what that means, but I like to envision him having totally jacked arms and punching people while saying, Here comes the beef! Even though this war was fought 241 years ago, the American Revolution seems to follow me around pretty much everywhere I go. I was born in downtown Philadelphia, two blocks from the Liberty Bell. I was named after my great-grandfather, who was named after Benjamin Franklin. My dad used to have a brown Bess and a Pennsylvania rifle hanging on the wall of our living room, right next to a portrait of George Washington. And my pops used to impress his friends at parties because I could identify all three things by name when I was still a baby. He also did his senior history thesis at the University of Virginia on British Lieutenant Colonel Bannister Tarleton, a guy I'll talk about in detail in Chapter 19. Tarleton almost succeeded in kidnapping Thomas Jefferson, who founded the University of Virginia. So I don't know what this says about Dad's school spirit. I can do the Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me death, speech from memory, because my mom would recite it every time my brother and I were driving her completely crazy. At my first grown-up job, working as a file clerk in some tiny Massachusetts law firm, I could look out the window of my cubicle and see the spot where the Boston Massacre went down. I once played in a softball game in the park across the street from the Bunker Hill Monument. I've walked the streets of Colonial Williamsburg, accidentally discovered the battlefield at Cowpens while searching for a gas station, visited the Declaration of Independence in Washington, D.C., and walked the parapets of Fort Independence in Massachusetts Bay. Heck, I've reenacted battles from the Revolutionary War, fired a flintlock musket, and felt the weight of a loaded powder box on my shoulder. I have an exact replica of Lord Cornwallis's red army coat hanging in my closet right now. And every time I'm too lazy to think of a good Halloween costume, I slap that together with a powdered wig, some dark makeup, and a tricorn hat, and go as zombie Cornwallis. As you might imagine, this costume sometimes requires a little explaining. What I'm saying is that, for me, this stuff isn't just ancient history, buried in the pages of a dusty textbook so boring it can be used as a form of torture. The American Revolution is part of every single aspect of our lives, whether you're voting for a class president, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, signing a petition, or handing a cashier a $10 bill. You can still see leftovers of the revolution in street names, monuments, money, and statues all across the United States, and in TV shows like Turn and video games like Assassin's Creed 3 and Fallout 4. And as much as 1776 feels like an eternity ago, think about this for a minute. 
America has been a country for just over 240 years. When we became a nation, Great Britain had existed for more than 700 years. Before that, the Romans were around for over a thousand years, and the Chinese emperors reigned for more than 2,000. America is a blip on the timeline of world history, and the revolution was not as long ago as you might think. With this book, I wanted to tell the story of the American Revolution from beginning to end, highlighting white-knuckled acts of incredible bravery, from epic battles to sword-swinging mayhem to fearless spy missions to high-octane bayonet charges. But I also wanted to highlight the heroism of progressive thinkers like Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and many others who were trying to figure out a brand new system of government that had never been successfully tried before. There are some stories you'll know, and others that I bet will surprise you. Either way,